Wake up, creatives. We're here to help small businesses think big. We're your source of entrepreneurial inspiration and real talk about running a modern small business. Feel frustrated at the lack of resources for startups? We're here to answer all your questions about what it takes to get your business off the ground using social media as a tool and inspiring you not to give up along the way. You'll hear stories and practical advice from different talented entrepreneurs to help you to keep working towards your goals. We cover everything from networking tips to starting your own website. This is the JSL Podcast. Grab your coffee and let's grow. Hi, creatives. Welcome to another episode of Wake Up Creatives. Today, I'm here with Janelle and Melissa Rodriguez. Welcome, (laughs) Melissa. Thank Thank you for being here with us. Thank you, ladies. I'm excited to finally be on your podcast. Oh, so we've been trying weird. to coach you for weeks. It's been it's been a while. We've been trying to coordinate schedules, but I'm, I'm excited to finally be here. Me Thank too. you. Melissa is the owner of uh, Social Media Relations. That's right. So tell us a little bit about yourself, Melissa. How long have you been in business? Tell us about what you do. How did you get into this? We want to get to know you. All right. Absolutely. So uh, we are a digital marketing agency focused on paid media. And we've been around for two and a half years now. I started this business as a freelancer a few years back before that. And when I started to get too many clients that I couldn't handle myself, I hired a team one by one. And that's where the agency came to life. Oh, wow. Okay. Was it hard for you to find like these special people? Like, how did you go through that process? Because Janelle and I are now on the point in our business where we're kind of scaling and bringing more people onto our team. Did you just start interviewing people? And yeah, you know, I would my my number one recommendation always is going to be to hire one person at a time whenever possible. That's even, great advice. Even as like we're we're scaling and growing as we speak, um, I still try to keep myself and like make sure that I'm not hiring too many people at once. Because that's when the quality can go down a little bit and you can get a little ahead of yourself maybe in expenses and what you actually need. So what I'll do is I will look for a variety of people and I'll use Indeed and I'll use your, your typical posting sites. And um, to be honest, sometimes I think I know what I look for, but then they cut in. And what you have to learn is how to adapt to people's skill sets and what they like. Mm-hmm. So the beauty of being a young company is that we need to do so much. So there's a lot of room for growth and for people to discover what they like and to work on that area of the business. So I allow them to come in and say, hey, here's the five things we need. Do all five and then let's collectively figure out what your thing is and let's get you to focus on that one thing. And then I'll know what the next need is. Oh, I like that a lot. You have a lot more flexibility that way. Mm-hmm. And I feel like you'll have your employees will be much happier as well. Yeah. They don't feel like, oh, I have to go to this job that I hate. It's like, Absolutely. Yeah. That's the worst. That's they're the not number motivated. One. Yeah. yeah. They're not going to be motivated. They're not going to perform. So the best thing that I find is that people are able to communicate to me. They say, okay, I did this. I looked for influencers, but I hated it. And then mm. somebody else will tell me, I did the influencer campaign and I loved it. So I'm able to say, okay, great. Every time a new influencer campaign comes, it's going to go to Jessie because she loves finding influencers and getting them all set up. And then every time a paid ad uh, client comes in, it's going to go to Alex or Candace because they love setting up ads. And some people hate ads. So it is good to find uh, your thing and to help people find their thing and make sure that they're happy with their thing. Yeah, you know what? You're really good at that. And Melissa's like a real connector. Mm -hmm. And how we met Melissa 
was at the um, event that you hosted just about two, oh, three was, weeks ago. Was, no, no, no. So you guys actually met me at my boyfriend's event. Oh, that's right. Yes. yes that's right. At the shared co-working space. Mm-hmm. And then I asked a question. Melissa was like, ooh, she said Stephen Entrepreneur. And yes, then that's how that. we energetically I connected. I knew it. When you spoke, I was like, wait, I need to talk to <laughs> And I knew there was going to be something there. And there was. So Magical. That was really cool. Yeah. I'm really excited that we were able to connect there. Yeah, me too. Me too. Mm-hmm. See, one day really can just change your life. You it never can. know. Think about this. No, it's like a true. few years down the line, you're going to be like, all oh, because of that one day. Isn't that crazy? And I was just drawn to that event, and I normally don't go to same-day events, but yeah. I this just popped up on Facebook, and I was like, that mm-hmm. looks really interesting. I feel like we need to go to that. And I wow. told her, she was like, yeah, let's go. I'm like, okay. Wow. Same day. I yeah. could have missed it if I hadn't just seen it. Like, you thank you, listened. Facebook ads. Yes. Ah! I love my Facebook ads. That's my jam. Oh, my God. Did you yeah. do the Facebook ad for that event? That we made no, here? no. Um, so Thomas did those. Oh. Yeah. Thank yeah. you, Thomas. Yeah, Thomas. I'll see you again. <laughs> so that's good that he's doing that. We'll let him know. He'll, he'll be excited uh, to hear that. The money is right? going, it's being once well spent. Mm, uh, yeah. mm-hmm, he brought us together. Yeah, he did. Yeah, and Melissa, you're really good at connecting people as well. Like, because you have this whole bunch of people who have, like you said, specialized areas of where they focus their talents on, mm-hmm. and you connect those to people that need those talents for their business. Yeah. So tell me a little bit about maybe like the first couple of connections that you made. How did you know this person is perfect for this job? You know, I think it goes back to my experience because I did work in corporate for a few years. And I think that in that time, I got some invaluable experience with working on projects because I was a consultant. So we did two week to four week sprints of projects. It was always a new team. It was always a new project. Uh, It could be the same client, but it was a different uh, team in the client. So that forces you to consistently look for ways to connect dots because you're always working on new projects. You're like, okay, where can I leverage some work that I did in the past for this project? Where can I find the right resources for this type of project that I've worked with in the past? Mm -hmm. So that experience forced me to always be thinking about ways to connect dots Mm -hmm. uh, because you're always looking for ways to make your job easier, faster, and better, Um, especially when you have tight budgets and you're already working a lot of hours. So in that in that time, I really did I really did kind of put myself in that connection space. And when I started my business, it was really funny. It's like I actually had too big of a mindset mindset. So my 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 frame of mind was too big. Like I was oh. like so used to working with big companies, big teams, big everything. I I had a real reality check when I was like, oh, I have to go back to the basics. I didn't even know how to do basics. So a big perspective change it was a huge perspective change because it was my uh, that was not my comfort zone like starting from the beginning right so that so that was a big shift um but i think that eventually i was able to figure out what skill sets i had from my previous years and how i could bring that over even in a smaller scale mm-hmm. was it one-on-one projects and one-on-one teams but i am i do have a good eye for like what somebody needs and I basically just keep a backlog of people that I meet. So I can meet you for like five minutes. But if you tell me what you do and what you're best at or what you love, I will remember you in five years because I'll think, oh, right. You know, uh, Lindsay is really good at graphic design. and This person needs a graphic designer and she does CBD and this person's CBD oil. So I will remember those two things and I'll connect. them. I love that. 
It's really cool. It's good that you have like that mindset that's really good at picking up details. That's not. It's not just about doing the job and getting mm-hmm. it done. It's also about energetically connecting with that person. Yeah. Because they can go to Fiverr and get a graphic designer, right? Oh yeah. But it's more about the energy and mm-hmm. the exchange and the mental, like, oh yeah, this person is exactly who I want to do my work. Mm -hmm. You don't want to give it to just anyone. I mean, your business is basically your baby. Mm -hmm. I wouldn't want to give my baby to someone who's, like, good at their job, but I don't like them. Yeah, and you're putting your name out there. So when you're giving a referral, you're basically giving them, like, I vouch for this person. Uh, So when you you give referrals and names, you want to really make sure that they're people that you've connected with, that you you felt some good Mm -hmm. vibes, like you say, Mm -hmm. to be able to even bring them in to that uh, referral process in the first place. Oh, definitely. I have a friend, actually, who referred someone to a job and, like, really talked them up, and they didn't even show up for the interview. Oh, no. And it made them look so, I can't so with that. bad. That's terrible. That's and I would unfriend them. Right? No, <laughs> seriously. I was, like, yeah. I was like, oh, that's really that's terrible. I'm, like, I'm yeah. surprised that they're still friends, honestly. Like, he's, like, super graceful. I'm like, well, she's got... I'm like, no, if someone did that to me, that's so embarrassing. Yeah, I would not be friends with that person anymore. Yeah. Because there's a line, right? Like, you're giving your yes. name, and if you don't bring your best foot forward, like, showing up is, like, the most basic oh, thing you can possibly up. do, yes. right? It's just show up. Okay. I would understand if they didn't do the best job, you know, when they actually got the job, because there sure. could be things that uh, play into that. But show up, at least show up. And that, to me, is, like, a big no-no. That's you have basic. To show up. Yeah, oh. you have to be there. I am a big fan of, like, people who say what they say they're going to do, like, people who actually do it. Oh, me too. It's a big Keeping thing your me. word, yeah. if it's, even if it's just like, yeah. I'm, I'm going to call you or yeah. I'll be there whatever time or I'm going to do X, Y, and Z. If yeah. you tell me you're going to do it, I will be counting on mm-hmm. you unless something terrible happens. But that's yeah. very rare. Yeah. No, I'm I'm very big on that. Like, you have to. That's like my thing, like my integrity thing. It's like, if you say you're going to do something, you have to do it. And that's gotten me so far, like with boyfriends, with work, with everything in life, like, People are just like, I can't believe, like, you said it in passing and you actually just did it. Like, Why yes. is that? That's sad that that's shocking, yeah. though. But, yeah. like, to be a person of your word and yeah. be reliable, like, that's actually a really big deal. Yeah, in it all those areas. In everything. Exactly. Yeah, yes. like, when you tell your manager you're going to send them an email with a status update, you actually do it. Like, to them, it's such a, like a little thing. They remember it. But when you, yes. they see you do it, they're like, ooh, that person is, like, reliable. Mm-hmm. That's where, it, like, that starts as well. Mm-hmm. So now that helps me identify characteristics that I look for in other people. If I don't see those things, that I know that that's not going to work for me because my, my values are in a specific way that they need to match with me. You need to be energetically aligned. Yes. yes. Remember we talked about, like, matching, making sure that you, you set your yeah. standard, and then you, you allow people to either raise up to meet them or you mm-hmm. don't allow them to all yes yeah I've gotten better Mm -hmm. at like saying you know what this seems like we have very conflicting values I'm gonna have to like just let you pass on Mm -hmm. but it was like a good lesson but it's good Mm -hmm. because then it frees up your space and your energy to bring in what you actually want in your Mm -hmm. life so Mm -hmm. it's so tempting though sometimes when you when you grow as a person and you leave certain aspects of your life behind in order to accept the new, your vibration gets higher. Mm-hmm. And then you're tempted to, like, meet those people who yeah. are back down there oh, yeah. at this vibration. And then you're up here and you're like, no, you need to come up here. I can't go down there anymore. Yeah, like, so true. Yes. You have to. You just can't. It's yes. tempting because you're like, well, I like the validation or I want to feel needed. Or I'm, I'm loyal to them and they were there for me during some certain time or whatever. Yeah. You make up a lot of reasons why you should yeah. still keep them in your life or have yeah. them around all the time. But it's not great. No, it's comfortable. Because it's what it comfortable. is is... 
when you go to the next level, it's very uncomfortable and you're like itching to like seek comfort all over again. So that's what that like lower level does for you. It's like, oh, here's safe and here's comfort. And familiar. And familiarity. Yes, but then the exactly discomfort it. comes with the growth. You have to feel okay with being uncomfortable. Yeah. Get okay with being uncomfortable. Get okay with being uncomfortable. That's really, really big. Yeah. And that's a lesson. I hear that a lot, actually, from yeah. like different podcasts, different like captions on Instagram. And it's one thing to be like, oh, yeah, for sure. And it's another thing to actually go through it mm-hmm. and be like, oh, this, this is, is how it feels, feels like. like. Uh-huh. <laughs> I'm so uncomfortable. <laughs> I don't like it. Yeah. I want to go back. Mm-hmm. I had a friend call me the other day. And she's like, um, I won't say her name, but it, it was funny because she's like, Melissa, like these two guys that I was you know, talking to, she wasn't fully dating either one. But she's like, they're both falling off. And she was like, but I really, really miss this one. Should I text him and like say I miss him? And I was like, no, honey, you should not text him and tell him you miss him. I was like, he's falling off because he's no longer meant to be in your life. You know he's no longer meant to be in your life. But you just want to latch on to what feels comfortable and safe. Mm -hmm. And that's why you want to text him because you miss that yearning and that longing for being with that person. But you don't really miss him. You just miss the feelings with it. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. (laughs) You hit the nail on the head with that one. That's so true. But that's what it is. Like, we feel so addicted to those feelings of, like, validation and being wanted that we don't even think about, like, what it is or who it is that's wanting us. Right. Do I actually even like this person Mm -hmm. or this situation? Or is it just comfortable? You just like the way to make you feel. Yeah. Yeah, I think so, too. I love how we're going into relationships, right? We can't even help it. We're like, um, girl, talk. Let's just go into that. I'm, I'm just, I, that was my fault. I, I go into relationships. Well, it's all, I feel like it's all relationships. Yeah. Like businesses, relationships, like friends, family. It's like, that's everything, right? I mean, yeah. it relates to so much. It does. Yeah, you're absolutely right. Yeah. So tell us a little bit about your clients. Like what kind of clients do you work with? Um, I work, we don't have a specific niche except for, I think what we are going into is like the professional services niche. Mm -hmm. And I learned that because my boyfriend has a marketing company and I thought, I was like, no, you know, we don't have a niche. But then I realized we do because they're focused on like apps and the kind of content that they create is like those meme types of content (laughs) that are funny for kids, like real fast, you know, funny, funny images. I was like, yeah, we don't create those images. Uh, so we do focus more on the professional services clients. Um, and I think I attract that because I come from corporate. Mm. So I already have that in my energy field. That's and great. I already understand how to talk to people who are in corporate. I understand how they are, what the politics are, how they mm-hmm. function. So, you know, we have CPA clients. We have real estate clients. Um, we, we also have med spas. And we have uh, also creatives in their own right. So we don't work with a lot of clients because our services are not tailored for everyone. Um, They're a little bit more on the higher end side because we try to focus and give the clients that we do have uh, a good amount of attention and we make sure that we deliver quality over quantity. I was just going to say that. Yeah. And that's really, really important to us, especially with the industry that we're working with. The professional services, they, they're, you know, they're, they're, They've already hit their first milestone, but now they're trying to get to that next milestone. Mm-hmm. And that's a really big task. So you want to make sure that you are, you, you're allocating your resources correctly and you are giving them the time and day to make sure that they are getting the right support. Uh, so we're in a very sensitive place right now where before we even grow, like I'm okay with sticking with where we are 
and making sure that our team and our infrastructure and this way we're going to deliver is in place before I focus on bringing on another batch of clients. So now we just get the yes. clients that uh, come to us through referrals that are the right fit, like 100%. Otherwise, it just won't work because... Because you're spreading yourself too thin. It'll, it'll spread yeah. our team too thin, and I don't want anybody to... I don't want the clients to suffer. I want to make sure that we have the right team in place before we go off and uh, take on a different type of client in that space. Totally understandable. I think that's really important. And a lot of people want to scale quickly and then they lose the quality because they're like too excited and they don't have the right infrastructure and systems in place. Don't do it. Don't do it. Just don't do it. (laughs) No, don't do it. Like get your, get your base clients, get the number, give yourself a number like, how much do I want to make a month where I'm going to feel comfortable? And then hit that number and then chill. And I really mean that because what happens is you, like, you don't want to get greedy. You don't want to get to a point where you're like, oh, great, I hit my number. Like, like, like let's see what my, my next time number is that I can hit. And what happens is you'll scale, you'll move too fast, but you won't have the systems and the processes in place to support the scaling of it. Yeah. So you really do need to pause at some point. Mm-hmm. So when you hit your number, get really clear on it and then allow yourself to take a pause. And it's not a break, it's just a pause. To figure out what do I need to get to the next number. Like a like some breathing room. So like meditation. Go, like meditation. Yes. So you can take stock of like, okay, this is what's happening. What okay. do I need to see that's coming up? What's the weaknesses? Who needs support? Where is there like gaps? How can I tighten, like, the onboarding process? How can I tighten the deadlines? How can I make sure that the clients I do have are really happy? Because they're the ones who are, like, helping the business, you know, sustain itself. And now, Mm -hmm. how do I set myself up for the next stage? And that's where I'm at right now. I really am, like, genuinely just about to pause and just focus on making sure that I tighten everything up with a, like, a a screwdriver. Yes, yes. And then I figure out how to prepare for because it's important to me. I I care deeply about my clients, so I don't want anything to fall through the cracks that I can help. Absolutely. Your professional reputation is very important. And they're going to bring you clients too. Yeah, if they're they're happy. Yeah, when they're happy, they're going to bring you clients. So keep them happy and Mm -hmm. grow with them and be patient with the process. Don't try to fast forward it too much. And just just be very observant. That's very important. Just listen, watch, observe. Slow down, in other Slow words. Slow down, <laughs> pay attention. When you can get out of the haste of the hustle, it's a very great place to be like, okay, I need to just pay attention now. That's like the best advice, I feel like, for anyone's small business or entrepreneurs mm-hmm. <laughs> that no one really wants to do because they're like, I got to make this all happen. Yeah. I need to be successful overnight. Everyone just needs to Slow the F down. <laughs> yes, because we were talking about it earlier, right? Like relationships are the best way to cultivate the next level of like clients that you're looking for. Mm-hmm. Everybody wants a quick win. How do I close as many clients as I can? How do I get as many sales in my e-commerce store as I can? Mm-hmm. What they don't want to do is nurture their audience, engage right. their audience cultivate an audience, really, really foster something that's beautiful and amazing and authentic and real. They don't want to do that because that takes time, it takes energy, it takes effort, it takes care. And care is a big thing of energy as well. Yes. You know what I found, though, is that businesses that lead with empathy Mm -hmm. do so much better than businesses that are just there for the money. Oh, absolutely. When you're coming from a place of true service, Mm -hmm. people know. 
They're mm-hmm. like, oh, yeah, this person is actually genuinely here for me. Mm-hmm. Not just like, oh, this person's here for my money. Right. That's exactly it. Like, you have to, I, I always say, like, when I take on a client, like, I take them on, like, they're now enough, they're now on my thing of things that I worry about. And I like actually think about. So, yes, you yeah. know, I like, mm-hmm. I, I genuinely like take them on into my, they take up space in my brain. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's important. Like, that's a big thing you're doing. You're allowing someone to take up space in your day. Right. And it's a big chunk of space and it's worry and it's care and it's love and it's appreciation. So now I got to make sure that they're taken care of. And if they're not taken care of, like to me, that that's a big deal. So you want to be really mindful of who you're working with. And if that's the level of like commitment that you're given and that's what you want to be doing, there's other companies that choose a different style mm-hmm. and that can be, you know, on the mass scale, which is completely fine as well. But you have to decide what you want to do and how you want to do it and then value that as well. So that others value it as well. Yeah, I think that's a very beautiful thing, though. I feel like heart-centered business is, like, the newest, best thing. Mm-hmm. Like, there are thousands of businesses out there already that don't lead with their heart. And mm-hmm. you see how they go up, and then they go down, and then they go yeah. up, and they go down. Whereas, I feel if you're investing energetically, it's kind of, it goes slowly, gradually up, mm-hmm. you know? There is a real turn yeah. towards that. I think it's because there's so much visibility, like, Everything. Everything you do can be seen and talked about, like, within seconds. So there's accountability. No, you're so right. And when I first started, like, the first, and I know it's only been a few years, but I've been doing this for so many years before it, so it feels like I've been doing it for a lot longer. When I first started, there was such a haste to things. Like, I was, like, in such a rush to get somewhere, and I was, like, going so fast, and I was trying to go fast, fast, fast. Every person I met, I was selling hard I was trying to like really sell every single person like I thought everybody was a business opportunity and then I finally like when I finally got to like a point that I wanted to get to I was like oh (laughs) I've been doing it all wrong and this was actually my boyfriend who taught me this because he's him and his business partner who you guys met they're such a blessing because they they met me when I was in that space and they caught me, and they were the ones who pulled me aside. And this was one of the hardest pieces of advice I've ever gotten. And they were like, Melissa, you are selling too much. Wow. And I was like, what? <laughs> and they go, you are selling too much. They go, you don't look like you care about the people that you talk to. You are just, uh, you're just eager to get in front of them and sell them your services. They go, we are going to give you a challenge. And I was like, what was that? This is so good. And this actually hurt my feelings. It really hurt my feelings. Um, but it was the best thing ever. I even wrote it in a journal. And they said, whenever you meet people at our events, because this was their event, they go, we don't want you to talk about what you do. I was like, what? How am I not supposed to talk about what I do? Like, how are they going to work with me? And they go, don't talk about what you do unless they ask you, and then you can talk about what you do. I was like, oh, okay, fine. And so I stopped. I stopped talking about what I do, and I started just talking to people. Yes. And talking to them about the, what they do. and listening to them about their stories and hearing about who they are. And guys, with that approach, I got like a huge referral with one of the people that I met. And he didn't even know what I did. Just because they like you. Just because he was like, I know you do something with marketing and Hispanics. And here's this big lead that I got that I feel like would match with you, even though I don't really know what you do. And I was like, holy shit, this works, right? Hearing and listening and actually just being present. That is so much more impactful than the hustle and the haste of trying to get every single person becoming a client. 
Absolutely. Because they're not all going to be your clients anyways. That's so true. And that's also something you need to learn. You need to really budget your energy, budget your time, and figure out what's going to work for you and what's not. Mm-hmm. Thank you for sharing that. That's really good advice. This was one of the best pieces of advice that I've gotten from my boyfriend and his business partner. And guys, it hurt my feelings Aww. so <laughs> bad when they told me because they weren't saying it in the nice way that I'm saying it now. Oh. But it was so necessary for my spiritual, for my growth, because I was doing it and I was doing it too much. And and it wasn't rubbing everybody the right way. Mm. And I didn't know I was having that effect on people. And they saw it and they were just like, from their eyes, they like, this is what we see. And it does maybe doesn't serve you the way it should serve you. And I was like, and that's because I was hungry. I was broke. I didn't have as much money. I didn't have clients. Like, this is when I'm like, you know, this is where I'm coming from. But when you come from that place of need and right. that place of lack and desperation, yes. it yeah. shows. Mm. And so you want to, as difficult as it may be, you want to put yourself on the other side and of the side of like, I have it. I don't need it. It'd be nice to have it, but I don't need it. And when you put yourself in that place, you come off in a different way. Much different. Very, very different. But it's, it's interesting because, well, you come from the corporate world. And yeah. I feel like a lot of entrepreneurs who are starting out don't sell enough. Mm-hmm. Like they, they're like, I'm, I don't want to like come off as overly pushy or salesy. Yeah. So I feel like you have to really find that good balance of just enough of like representing yourself well and then yeah. also connecting and building rapport with potential clients, but yeah. if for long-term relationships. Yeah, no, I, you're absolutely right. I, I thought of the same thing. I was like, because I went from a place of not selling, then I went too hard, right? So that was my big my big thing. I was like, I was just not selling. And then they caught me in the point where I was selling because everyone was telling me, sell harder. If I sell harder, <laughs> that doesn't work either. So you're right. You do have to find the balance between not yeah. selling and selling and just. So I think now I just look at everybody as a relationship. Yes. Like, how can you build as many relationships as possible that are authentic and real and know that you're probably going to run into people again? Because, like, that's a big thing. Like, I used to think, like, I'm never going to see this person again. Like, like, what happened was I didn't. I said, I'm again and again and again. And I was like, okay, Melissa, I was stressing out for nothing. Like, now they're my friend. Now this is easy. Now we're doing business. Now it, it flows. Mm-hmm. So it, it's, um, you have to put yourself on the other side. And it's operating from a 5D level. That's really, like, that's next level, right? Yeah, like more global. 5D. You're in a place where it doesn't manifest yet, and you have to operate under the assumption that it's already manifested. That's where I I really believe in that. I'm, like, already, like, thinking for things that I'm just like, what? It's already happening somewhere else. I'm really a a big believer that time is just... a construct, and everything's yeah. happening all at once. Yes. Which sounds like so, but I mean, I believe the is, same thing. Yeah. I believe the same thing. I believe everything's already happened, and you have to just feel into the things that have already happened. Yes. Uh, Tap in. Yes. Go put, go operate from here versus the over here, because if you operate, if you operate from over here, you're only going to keep attracting from over here. If you operate from over here, this just has to come as a magnet. It's going to come to It's us. a magnet. You just have to, like... Turn it on. Yes, it's on. It's here. I'm here. I got this. But anyone who doesn't understand that, this probably sounds like, what? That sounds crazy. But it's so much of feelings and just like being to attract your ideal client or your reality or different things. It's just a strange, I feel like it's probably a spiritual aspect of like business. It is, but here's here's a great way to look at it that I, because I thought about that too. I was like, it is, but this is how I look at it too. Think of it, even if you're not spiritual, mm-hmm. think of your friend that um, hasn't had a boyfriend in years mm-hmm. and goes out with you every weekend and is the friend who's like so hungry for the boyfriend <laughs> that she's just like, 
She's like, oh, look at that guy. Oh, look at that. Oh, I'm going to go talk. Oh, let's go talk to Like, think of that friend, because we all have that friend in our life. And now think about, like, and when a guy actually talks to her, she's like, oh, my God, I haven't talked to a guy in so long. You're the first one to talk to me. Think of how she comes off to him. Right. Right? Like, this desperation, this feeling of, like, oh, my God, she feels lucky to talk to me. Like, that's going to make him feel like, like, he's going to, like, no matter how hot she is, he's going to pull back because she's pushing too strong. Right, So, right, right. So the idea can be understandable by anybody. Like, if you push too hard, the other person's going to pull naturally. So whether or not you want to, you've received it, you have to pretend that you don't really want the guy. That's, like, the whole concept of, like, you know, like, yeah. you know, like, that's yeah. why they say play games or don't play games or play games. But the idea is just that just don't come off as like you really need it. Be okay with yourself and where you're at. And if he comes, great. But you don't also want to be the person who's like, oh, my God, you're the first guy I've talked to in months. Oh, I haven't had a first date in years. Oh, my God, we're going to go on a first date. Who wants to go on a date with a girl like that? Uh-oh. Turn off. Who wants to work with someone no, like that? No exactly. one wants to work with someone no, like that. Uh, and that, that definitely applies to business too. Yes. You, don't want, you don't want to go into that client meeting. Oh my God, you're my first client. Yes. I've had in months. And oh I'm like, my God. Uh, so, and, then, and you're like, oh my God, thanks to you, my rent's being paid. And they're like, oh my God. Because that's true that's sometimes. Pressure. But imagine that's true the pressure pressure. you're giving them. They don't need to know. That's too much pressure. They don't want to know. They don't want to know. They don't want to know. So we want to be on the other side yes. of like, it's good. Like you leave me, no problem. You stay, no problem. Even though we know behind the scenes, if they leave me, we're screwed, right? Like, <laughs> so you have to like, you have to operate from the 5D and whether or not you understand that in the spiritual sense or you understand in the real sense, there is a real way of understanding that. Yes. Yeah. That's a good practice. Yeah. Oh, I want to yeah. ask her about her, her morning routine. Oh, I love it. I'm the biggest this. fan of morning routines, and I always like to find out what people do because I'm oh, always trying to, like, add yeah. to mine or, like, you know, change things okay. around. So, oh, yeah. I love it. So I do have a morning routine. Totally. I think a morning routine is vital. Oh, I, do. I think it's a game changer. If you don't have a morning routine, you must have it. And before I had a morning routine, guys, I wrote it down on my whiteboard, and I stared at it every day for months. Wow. Because I wasn't able to fully integrate it. And that's okay. And I think people should know that. Because wow. people are so hard on themselves. They're like, oh, I, I should have a morning routine, but I don't. It's okay. Just figure out what you wish it would be like. Put it somewhere. I literally stared at my morning and night routine every single day for months. And I was like, this is my ideal morning routine. And it was the following. I wanted to be able to drink a hot cup, uh, water, a hot cup, a hot cup of water uh, with lemon. I wanted to do some stretching with yoga. I wanted to go for a run or workout or do some type of workout. And I wanted to meditate and visualize my day. Those were my core things. And I, the way I ultimately got to this was by doing one thing at a time. Mm. I started with my, walk, my hot cup of water with lemon. It was just really, really easy. Then I started doing some yoga stretches mm-hmm. because that was really easy. And then I started to meditate and visualize because, I thought, you know, that's just another five minutes. Yeah. And then I started to integrate some working out in the mornings. I don't do them all every single day. But now, if I don't do one or two of them, I feel completely off for the whole day. Girl, yes. Yeah. Same. Oh, my gosh. It's so important. Because now, even my boyfriend respects it. It's such a cool feeling to watch him, like, know, like, oh. she's about, like, and I journal sometimes. Oh, so, yay! Yes, yes we do. Yes, yes. And he'll watch me, and I love that he just respects it. Oh. Like, he won't interrupt my process. That's so sweet. I got him. If I meditate, sometimes I meditate for 20 minutes. And he won't That's interrupt ideal. me. It's per- and I'm like, 
in my head, I already know he, he knows I'm about to do my thing. Because, you know, you turn on the water, you're, you're stretching, mm -hmm. you're listening to your meditation, you light your incense. Oh, and then so if good. you're really ambitious, you do your journaling and you're working <laughs> out, whatever. But, yeah, I think morning routine. I'm glad you asked that question because it's so important. Powerful. If I don't meditate or visualize the day, I feel really off. Like, I, I get love real funky. It. Yes, I love Lindsay my meditation. Lindsay keeps talking about how funky I get if I don't yeah. do some of it. Yeah. You're not, you're not, you're not centered. You're not with yourself. Yeah. Right. You just like thoughts come in and you're like, you give them too much weight. Yeah. If you don't like really mindset, you're not setting your mind for the day. Yeah. You get just yeah. kind of like, oh, I didn't, I'm a little crooked now. And then like something could come like crazy and mm -hmm. happen. You're like, ah, and you could totally go like, yes. instead of having like a more calm approach. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. I love to come from a calm center because mm -hmm. that will just change your day. It so, really does. Thank you for I sharing that. That was good. I'm glad that you did <laughs> That was like morning routine. Let's talk it. about it. It's so important, guys. Yay. It's so important. My, my, my goal in life is to like perfect it. Yes. Yeah, we're, we're working on integrating it every single morning. Yes. Yeah. I'm yeah. going to be consistent. I'm not a morning person, and I wake up earlier just to do it. Now, that's, like, that's a big that's thing That's discipline. Good job. That's no, a that's... big thing. And I don't like, like, I don't like waking up early, but I'll still wake up and try to wake up at 8 a.m. to integrate my morning routine. Sometimes 7.30. Sometimes I do 5 a.m. so I can work out at 6 and do my yoga at 6 a.m. Like, I'm getting real sticky getting about good. it. I'm getting real, like, getting tough about it. Yeah, I'm getting real with myself because I'm like, you know, you're not going to feel good at the end of the day if you didn't do that class or you didn't do this thing. Yeah. So you have to just, at some point, you get tired of your own excuses. That's wow, good. That's very, really very good. good. I like to do the, the lemon water as well. I love and the my lemon water. Meditation and journaling and some yeah. I am statements. Yes, nice I am. nourishing breakfast. You know what you should try one day? What? Ooh, I love this. If I don't do it every day yet, but I just got it. So I got mala beads. Oh, girl. They're the, are those the Tibetan beads? Where yes. It's, okay. And we'll so tell Lindsay Lindsay's. The mala beads are like, they're, um, they're, I think they're Indian. Maybe I'm wrong, but basically they're like, they're kind of like prayer beads. And you set an intention with them. And there's, uh, I'm going to mess this up. It's, 108 beads, a yeah. specific number. And on every bead, you squeeze it and you set your intention. And I do this thing where I'll make sure it's like one breath. So is it, I think about gratitude. So that's maybe very that's intentional. Thing. It's like, I'm gratitude. Like I'm feeling gratitude for whatever it is. And sometimes oh, it's every, really it's a different thing. It's the same thing, but it's gratitude throughout the whole beads. And by the end mm. of it, you feel like you're on cloud nine. That's amazing. I want to try that. I yes. really love that idea. I've been trying yes. to find a way to work more gratitude into every day. I mm. kind of started with a journal. Yeah. And then that, that's kind of hard to just keep yourself on top of. because And then you feel yeah. frustrated when you don't do it. And you have to forgive yourself. And it's like mm -hmm. a whole cycle. Yeah. But that sounds like something I would definitely do. Because I love yeah, girl. Oh, I'm so attached to my mala beads. Dude, I almost like left them in the car one day. And I was like, no. Like my intuition knew. It was like, mm. where's your beads? And I was like, oh, I went back for them. They're so special to me, and I don't even like it when people touch them because like, I feel like no, they're so special, energetically, energetically protected to me. It's like tarot cards. It, it oh. is very, very specific. So, you know, you may not do them again because they do take 15 minutes to do. Right. Um, but I do think, like, if you can do them, like, if I could do that every day, I think you, I get on calls, and I'm like, you guys are getting the best version of me right now. Yep. That's so powerful in like every aspect of your life, but especially business too. And really just mm -hmm. everything. I think yeah. for everything, it just kind of radiates out. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. No, yes. It, it really, really is. I was going to say something else and I can't remember. Especially as you ladies build your team. 
Um, because once you build your team, which is why I say don't rush it, mm-hmm. because it is like having babies. Now you have to give your babies, your team, everything of you. Uh, not everything of you, but a lot of you. And you have to, there's no more like being in a bad mood or like getting into your ego and feeling bad about something or getting into like getting caught up with your own problems mm-hmm. because you are now taking on one, two, three, four, five people's problems. So you are, you are no longer like a thing. It's now about them. How do you bigger take, than how, you. It is. Like, how do you take care of them? What are their problems? Like, how do you solve their problems? Yeah. Like, your problem. I, like I, I go through so many calls where I don't even share my goals sometimes or my things because it's no longer about me. Like I just care about them and making sure that they share their goals and their problems and their things. So that's when it's really important to come from a very solid, calm, peaceful, strong place. Because you're the unifying connector. And if you're a mess, how are they going to feel? Totally. You can't be a mess. You, you can <laughs> be. You can be, but most of the time you don't want to be. Because they need somebody that they feel like is their yes. grounding. Like their rock. The rock for them. And yeah. so you have to be that rock for them. Oh, that's so good. Mm-hmm. Hey, Melissa. Oh, good. See, <laughs> <laughs> Lindsay's face right now is like, look at she can't talk. I'm just soaking it all in. Yeah. It's no, this is responsibility, good. You know, and I think as you energetically vibrate higher, you have that responsibility to be that kind of example and like have that good energy for other people so they can go like, okay, this person is, like, doing something. that, And I also like that energy, and how can I get to that point, too? Yeah. You've had that effect on people. I have. I know I have. Usually it's on the um, spiritual side of things. Like, I have inspired some people in my circle to elevate themselves, mm-hmm. which makes me feel amazing. Mm-hmm. But I feel like um, as, as a business, as a business, that's not something I'm at yet, at least in the business part. You are. You are. You are. We yeah, don't see it are. sometimes. You I don't are. see it. I mean, I, we're all because our own worst critic, but. You have, just... Yes, you have it. You totally have it because you have the serene, like, you have You're that. You're going to make me cry. Stop. Make her cry. No. It's no. So beautiful. No, it's so important to see that in yourself because you, yeah. people will trust you. They, they will come to you and they will feel safe with you. And you have all of those qualities. It's just about owning them. Recognizing and, that in yourself. Yes. Yeah. And and right, guys, I'm sorry. I'm just feeling it. So <laughs> what it is, another great thing that somebody, the, another great piece of advice that another mentor friend of mine told me was when I was in a really difficult place where I was uncertain and unconfident about myself and I wasn't believing in myself. And he said to me, Melissa, you are being selfish by not owning your gifts and your, and your power. It's like so many people need you, mm-hmm. and by you disowning that, you're not helping and serving others. So you have to get over yourself, and you have to step into your power. Yes. Not because it's good for you, but it's because it's good for everybody others. around you. When you shine, you can let your yes. light shine. And it's going to be really uncomfortable when you shine, because you're going to feel like, oh my God, everyone thinks I'm so like full of myself, or everyone thinks I'm so loud, or I'm so this. But you just have to know that more people feel comforted and, and grateful for that light shining than those that feel uh, intimidated by yeah. it. Because even the ones that are threatened are going to be leveling up because of you. Yep. So even that level is going to work for them, even if it's a little bit more uncomfortable. Right, because they see you stepping yeah. up and they're like, oh, okay, I, I want too. Yes, oh, that gives me yeah. courage and strength. Yeah. And, yeah, exactly. Yes. And to they do have to meet themselves. Similar. 
they have to face themselves and they have yeah. to face their own things. So that's, you have to understand that that's separate from who you are. You have to step into your power. So you have to do the work for yourself. Feel really, really good about yourself. Mm-hmm. Get to that place where you're like unshakable because things will try to shake you. But get to your comfort, your, your rock part, and then go out into the world and feel like I got myself. Yeah. So now I can share that with you guys. Like serious self-love yes. and self-worth and confidence yes. building things that help you yes. feel like, okay, this is about me, but it's also about other people. It's like about everything. Others. You feel more connected. Yes. And when you're connected to yourself, you can connect to others. Because people want to connect with people who are authentically connected to themselves. They want that. It's important to them. Yeah. We say it enough on our podcast, but you can't pour from an empty cup. Yes. Yes. Connect yes. to yourself. Yes. Yes. Oh, it was so good. So good. Oh, thank you. So good. <laughs> I didn't even now know. I feel complete. Yeah. I, just I, didn't thought, even know I was just like, this that. isn't over. No. I don't feel like that was over yet. No. So I was like, no. This was so good. Need more from her. This is so, I mean, they're so, this is amazing. That, 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 was, that was my lesson. So you guys got two of my biggest ones. Oh, journal. Good. Keep journaling. Yes. The journey is such a beautiful journey. You to journal every day. Journaling journal. Journal journal. journal, journal, journal. That's why I call it a journal. Yes. Yes. Do some video journals. You know, I video tape myself at night. Like, I just talk about my day sometimes. I just save it for myself. And I I pretend I'm not going to share it with anyone. So that one day if I do, I will have said things that I probably wouldn't have. Oh, that's Um, good. That's really, really good. So keep personal journal as well. Personal video journal. journal. I like that. If you can, you know, just think of those things that you want to do. And then eventually you can do them. Yeah. But be kind to yourself when you don't do them, like you said. Don't beat yourself yeah, up. Yeah, don't beat yourself up. Yeah, at all. Yeah. yeah. And it's hardest to extend daily forgiveness to yourself when you mess up, I feel. Yeah. No, it's not hard. It's easy. It's easy. See, the words you choose are so powerful. You have to be really careful about the words you're choosing. Because you're creating your reality. Yes. Words are so very powerful. The word you just chose put you on this path versus the word that I just chose put me on this path. Now we're on two different paths. You want to get back on my path, you're going to have to try use you have to use 10 times the amount of words that I just used to get back on this path. So you have to figure out the words that you're choosing and you'll see why they're changing your path. You really have to watch what you say. And that's why affirmations yes. are so powerful too. Yes. Yeah. So it's easy. It's easy to forgive yourself. It's easy to love yourself. It's easy to feel good about yourself. That's gonna be my mantra for the next month. <laughs> I feel it. I feel it. I feel it. Yes. I feel it. Oh. Whatever suits best, and you know, don't even worry about it. Just oh, yeah, whatever. Use it all. Yeah. Use it all. It's a lot of nuggets of wisdom. Yeah, you could. It's, I don't know how long. Like, normally it is. Twenty-five minutes. Or so. Wow, 20, we spent the whole. Yeah. yeah. Sometimes it's so good we don't want to stop. We're like we're yeah. just gonna let it keep going. Yeah. Wow, I'm so glad you guys are doing this. Oh. You guys are you guys are great because you guys are showing me the content creation side. I've been in such a producing side, uh-huh. you know, like of like just working and doing oh, the work. Yeah. Uh, that it's always good to meet people who are like 
bring out a different part of you mm-hmm. um, because I've been so like I just want to do the work. Right. Oh, yeah, you're a hard to, worker. I, I just want to do the work. I just want to do the work. I just want to do the work. So, but this is the work too, just but on a different, a different, in a different way. way. Yeah. 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 No. Yeah. So it's good to see it. I think you guys are killing it with your content. Oh, oh thank, thank you. you. I'm really That's proud of sweet. you, ladies. Okay. Proud of you too. Yes. Here comes the plug. <laughs> Yay, <laughs> Melissa. Where can our followers find you? Oh, okay. Now it's time, guys. <laughs> you ready? <laughs> Uh, well, you can find me on Instagram. Uh, my name is Melissa R I N C, and you can also find me on my website. Uh, I actually have a website. Fun fact: um, melissarodriguez.com, melrodriguezandco.com. Oh. So, oh, yeah. Fun fact. Um, and then my company site is smrelations.com. Melrodriguezandco.com is like my personal brand one, and it's about um, the Hispanic marketing side. Of oh, that's really great. Conversation for another. But that was a big thing I focused on for a whole year. And now it's gotten new clients and we have a whole new book of business that comes from that angle as well. Hey, I feel the more leads you have or the more nets you have, the more fish you can pull in. Yes, yes, yes. So eventually you'll want to have your own personal branding that focuses on one thing. And then you can funnel that into your bigger business as well. Totally. Mm-hmm. Another tip right there. Or this is a podcast part two with Melissa oh, on personal branding. Personal branding. <laughs> we talk yeah. about that all day. It's so important. Hey, we're bringing you back. Yes, <laughs> I love it. I'm so excited to hear this. It's going to be so much fun to listen to. But yeah, I'm excited, guys. I need to create more content. So you guys are going to. Yeah, We're totally going to, yes. I yes. know. The most I was doing was my social media news, and that's because it was easy. I was like, I just go live. <laughs> just go live. I don't even post on my Instagram anymore, because God knows. It's like, you post on so many other stories. I know. It's I hard know. to take care of yourself when you're taking care of everybody else. Everybody else. And it's like, yeah, I get it. post on my Instagram or do this for my client. It's yeah. Always gonna it's always going to be the client first. Yeah. 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 It's a balance. It yeah. is. It is. You know. It really is. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for taking the time. I'm totally. so glad we were able so to do So glad this. we did that. Me too. This Happy Friday, in. ladies. You guys Happy are hard Friday. workers. It's 8.30 p.m. on a hey, Friday night. Yeah. This is fun. Yeah. This, this is good. Guys, I can work all night. I love it. Oh. oh yes. I'm here. I'm all about it. Thank you yes. so much. Thank this you. Awesome. Thank you, ladies. Thank you. Thanks for listening to the JSL Creatives Podcast. We hope you learned something new today and you're inspired to keep working towards your goals. Until next time.